Hey everyone, this is Notes From Her, and I'm your host, Sochi Hernandez. Or, to pronounce it in the Nahuatl Aztec language, it's Xochit Hernandez. Notes From Her is the podcast that encourages women and others to embrace their inner multicultural melody. Usually, I interview women of color musicians and performers, where we talk about their stories, culture, music, and art. But, as some of you may already know, Notes From Her will be having an interruption to its regular podcast style to report on the Black Lives Matter movement. When the black keys meet the white keys on Piano Avenue, do their music. All right, everyone. So in light of the Black Lives Matter movement, notes from her's amplification of women MOCs and a special birthday, this is a special blast from the past episode honoring 100 years of MOC Hazel Dorothy Scott. Hazel Dorothy Scott would be celebrating her 100th birthday as of June 11th. A black woman, history maker, and trailblazer before her time, Hazel Scott, referred to as the, quote, darling of cafe society, was a Trinidad-born, multi-talented woman who left her reckoning force in music, television, and politics. Hazel Dorothy Scott was born in Puerto Spain, Trinidad on June 11, 1920, and immigrated to the States when she was just a young girl. At the age of eight years old, Hazel was a child prodigy and auditioned for the world-renowned Juilliard School of Music. Even though the standard student had to be at least 16 years old, her performance of Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor was enough for Professor Oscar Wagner to accept her into the school and take her under his tutelage. She is a legacy in the jazz world who had dual success in classical music as well as Broadway musical theater, who was one of the first artists to fuse jazz, boogie, and classical music. Not only was she a brilliant musician, she was also a film star who often played herself. She was also a radio show host and the first black woman to have her own show, which was The Hazel Scott Show. She was the epitome of a multi-talented star who was also a civil rights activist before the movement in the 1960s even began. Hazel refused to play for segregated audiences, organized a solidarity march in Paris to the U.S. Embassy in solidarity with Dr. King's march in Washington, D.C., and also demanded she be paid as much as her white counterparts. It was her unapologetic outspokenness against racial discrimination, which inspired African Americans and civil rights organizations to pressure the state into enacting the Public Accommodations Act in 1953. Because of her civil rights efforts, she was unfortunately blacklisted by the House Un-American Activities Committee, also known as HUAC. Her name appeared in the Red Channels, a report of communist influence in radio and television in June 1950. She appeared in front of the committee, speaking out against the U.S. government's target on entertainers such as herself. Though she worked to clear her name, the committee still found her suspicious, and in the weeks to follow, the Hazel Scott Show was canceled. In the current times we find ourselves in and the hundreds of years of oppression against the black community in America, I want to bring back to life Miss Scott's powerful presence.
Miss Scott, America has always found itself in political and social turmoil in regards to racism and discrimination against black people and other people of color. You immigrated here at such a young age for a better life. So tell me, what does America mean to you? What does America mean to me? My name is Hazel Scott, and I'm going to try to tell you in so many words what America means to me. It's not going to be easy, because the things you feel most deeply are the ones you never can talk about. I'm an American by choice, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. I came here when I was four years old. When I was old enough to know my own mind, I decided that there was no other place in the world that I could enjoy so many things that I enjoy in America. You were alive during the height of Jim Crow era. What do you have to say about the ramifications of Jim Crow and racist laws? When you see me, because I'm a Negro, you automatically would think, what does she think of Jim Crow and racial prejudice in this Our America? I think that Jim Crow doesn't belong anywhere in this country of ours. I also think that we are the ones who can talk about it because we are the ones to whom it happens. I'll tell you something else that I think about America. I think America is as big and as strong as its weakest point. The United States of America has racism ingrained in the fabric of the country's establishment and continuity. If we are called to change and abolish that, how can we start? And I think that as a Negro, it is my duty to speak out against injustice because it is up to a Negro to be the conscience of this great land of ours. When a bigot faces the person whom he would offend, he cannot possibly recite the lyrics of the Star-Spangled Banner. Bigots don't belong in this country. It's too great for them. It's too good for them. So let's take care of them in our own way, in our own time. Are you hopeful for the future of this country in abolishing racism and racist systems of oppression? I have a son. He's four years and a half old. I want him to grow up someday to find that this country of ours, which has improved so much in the last hundred years, will be improving all the more, all the time. Someday I hope that he will see, even if I don't live to see it, all racial prejudice eliminated as one removes a cancer from the body of a loved one in order to prolong its life. Just months after this interview with Philadelphia station WFIL, Hazel Scott would be forced to leave the United States and seek refuge in Paris, France, after being blacklisted by the American government. She would live as an expatriate in Paris for the next decade, truly an example of what she meant when she said, quote, I think America is as big and as strong as its weakest point, end quote. All the while, she was one of the first African-American women to complete all of these historical accomplishments. Hazel Scott is an inspiration to artists after her, like Nina Simone and Alicia Keys, who, at the 61st Grammy Awards, said before a performance that Hazel Scott was one of her biggest inspirations, 
especially after seeing Scott play two pianos simultaneously, which, by the way, Alicia Keys learned to do as well. For more information on Hazel Scott, I and a colleague of mine, Matthew Yahara, actually created and built a website in honor of Hazel Scott's 100th birthday celebration. So for more information on Hazel Scott, including books, videos, photos, her performances, a document of her hearing when she came before the House of Un-American Activities Committee, as well as a complete bio, go to hazelscott.com. Thank you, Hazel Scott, for your impact and legacy. After 100 years, she still lives on. Tune in next time for Notes from Her's Black Lives Matter series, Voices from the Streets of the Black Lives Matter movement. Follow at Notes From Her underscore on Instagram and Twitter and like Notes From Her on Facebook for the latest updates. Stay musical, stay safe, stay educated, and stay empowered. <laughs>